what's up everybody what's up ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages you are entering another week of just a fan podcast there's two of us right now um we're hoping to get um tristan on um, a little bit in a few minutes he's in the schools he's got daddy duties <laughs> that's right he got daddy duty and I'm sitting here listening to the thunder outside my window, but hey, whatever. We're going to keep this thing rolling like a train. Um, I am Brandon Williams, the one who they called the NFL Encyclopedia. <laughs> and then to my left, and I'm not going to point because I know I'm going to get it wrong. It is Eric Pando, 316 right, coming straight out of Houston, Texas. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, we got a few things to talk about. But, Eric, let's start off first with something that's looming a deadline coming up on Friday, July 15th, 4 p.m. Eastern. If you don't have a new contract by then, you're stuck on the franchise tag for one year guarantee, and your tag depends on your position. Tight end, I know, I definitely know it's $10.9 million. Safety, I don't know what it is. O line, I don't know what it is, but um, we have four players still on the tag. And like I said, you have till Friday to get a contract extension or you're on the one year tag. So you have former, uh, well, you have Cowboys tight end, Dalton Schultz, Dolphins tight end, Mike Jaseski, Bengals safety, Jesse Bates, the third. And Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Start off with tri- whichever one you want to start off with. Um, honestly, Mike Jacecki and uh, Dalton Schultz, two tight ends. And you go ahead and sign a ten, then go sit down somewhere. I agree. I mean, it, well, and, and, and look, and look, when we talk NFC East, you already know um, what um, what I was saying about uh, Schultz anyway. Yeah, um, I, I just feel like. Um, they're not top tier. They're, they're what you call, uh, I guess you could say, mid-range. Or the quarterback made you. Yeah. And then mid-range, uh, um, how can I put this? They are sort of mid-range. Uh, middle of the pack when it comes to middle, the middle of the pack tight ends. Yeah. And, and you know, they're not, they not killing the game like that to be up there talking about, you know, hey, pay me. Uh, Kelsey money, pay me and Joku uh, money, and Joku got paid fourteen million, and 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 Joku's at the bottom of the top. Yeah, it's me. So right. I'm talking about I'm talking about the big dogs. I'm talking. Oh, I know, I know, no, no, I know. About about Kittle. Kittle. Got fourteen million dollars. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about Kittle. I'm talking about Kelsey. I'm yeah. talking about Waller. Andrew, those guys. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they they're not on that level. So getting that ten million. Go on, take your ten million, sign your franchise tender, and then go play somewhere else if they don't want to extend you next year. Exactly. Or better yet, how about this? Play on that tender and ball out. So it makes it even more expensive for someone to sign you next year, and you go get your bag the next year. But ten million ain't nothing to sneeze at if you're a tight end. No, of course not. Um, That's just my opinion on that. So no, I agree with you a hundred percent. I really do. Um, hold on, let me. Put- um, but like you said, they not. I mean, cause like, like, it's not like Schultz 
is the main threat in that Cowboys offense. He's not the main um, player that you, you – you don't fear him. That's what that's what I want to say. You don't I'm going to just be real. I hardly hear his name, and that's not being a Cowboy hater or nothing like that. I hardly hear the dude's name uh, being caught. When you had all those weapons like CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and um, – Michael Gallup. Uh, Michael Gallup and uh, hell, even Cedric Wilson. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, heard, I believe I believe I heard Cedric Wilson's name more um, than I heard Dalton Schultz. And, and, and um, look, look, look. I understand. Even though um, Cedric Wilson had a few catches, but it's just you can almost say Cedric Wilson is more of a threat than Dalton Schultz. Dallas probably would have been better off lined up with more with, um, with more than, with uh, four wide receivers more than three um, three wide receivers and a tight end. Well, yeah, um, I agree. He he doesn't get used enough. It doesn't mean he's trash. And the reason why he's a mid-tier tight end is because of his utilization. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. You right. know, in a different offense, in a different offense, he could he could explode. Like, prime example, moving on to the next guy, when you're talking about um, Mike Jacecki, in this offense, um, oh, God, McDaniel. Mike yes. McDaniel. Mike McDaniel is going to run this offense in Miami. And if you know anything about him, it predicates over on a lot of over routes to the tight end. Tight end gets a lot of looks if the quarterback's good enough. Um, so, you know, there you go. You know, so he has a chance to really capitalize on that. You, you basically got a, a Tyreek Hill. A waddle, um, another cat slipping my mind. Oh God, kids, kids slipping my mind. But you got all these speed, speedy wide receivers. Yeah, and they, it's gonna make the defense back up. It's gonna make the secondary back up. And Jaseki could get all those under routes and really get his catch total up. So, so when basically the next year comes around, he says, "Hey, I had this many catches. I had this many yards per catch." Because everybody was chasing these fast receivers and they turned around and looked, I had the ball and I'm 10, 12 yards upfield by the time I get first contact. And, oh. and not, not to mention, though, um, you have to deal with three different running backs in Miami as well. That that running back crew is already a four by one relay by itself. Not even counting the receivers. So Tyreek Hill, um, like I said, Waddle, and then um Cedric Wilson just came from Dallas down there too. That's what I was thinking about. I always slipped that Cedric Wilson. I'm sorry, I always forget your name when we start talking <laughs> about when your name comes up. I always forget it. But um, yeah, this is gonna be a very fast offense. And yes. people gonna be out there trying to play cover four and they, you know, playing they, they, their four deep zone, three deep zones, all that stuff, trying to cover that stuff. And that is prime real estate for a tight end that can work the underneath. Yeah. So now Jaseki could actually really come up and show and prove if they use him the right way in that offense. And you know, and you know it's going to be a lot of play action passes. So those linebackers are going to be biting on the run. And that means he's just, he's just flying behind everybody. So you're going to have to you're drawing in the front seven, and yep. the, the, the secondary is backing up. What you got? Nothing but space in the middle of the field. You gonna have at least five, ten, twelve secondary, yards. Secondary, front seven, all yeah. that. Yeah, you got all of that in there. So that's gonna be prime real estate. And I know how Mike McDaniel runs his offense. And it, 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 if Jaseki does not ball out in this offense, then he's only worth that ten million. He, she, she, that tender he gets, you know. Hey, hey, um, hey. If two don't ball out in that offense, but that's a whole different topic. But see, that's another thing too. 
we always talk about to his arm strength. There's questions about his arm strength. Questions about his arm strength. Okay. Quarterbacks who don't have the great, the greatest deep ball and the greatest arm strength, who's their best friend? Tight end. There you go. So and, and, you know, and, and two is still young. So for for young quarterbacks, their best friend is still a tight end. Yeah. So he has an opportunity. Jaseki should go ahead and sign his tender. And in this offense with this coach and this system, he has a chance to say, okay, I'm gonna sign this tender. I'm gonna be a free agent next year. Somebody gonna pay me. Some tight end hungry team is gonna pay me other than just going ahead and trying to draft the tight end. Because I'm going to be a free agent. I'm going to be able to, you know, oh, man, Mike Jaseki did such and such and such in Miami last year. Yeah, let's bring him in, you know. So, uh, I what I'm trying. But, um, yeah, so getting off those two tight ends. Orlando Brown. Um, Orlando Brown. Deserves a good pay. He deserves the bag, okay. He's young. Uh, he's one of the your upper level left tackles in the premier position. That's a premier position. Say Quarterback, edge rusher, left tackle, top three. Uh, and you're gonna be hard pressed. <clears throat> you can find a guard. Yes. You, know, you you can find a right tackle. It's yes. hard pressed to find a good left tackle, and he plays well enough to get the bag. You know, and especially on a team where you're talking about a Kansas City Chiefs team that basically, uh, you know, those, those they're, the ball. they're in the they're in the upper echelon of the NFL. They're trying to they're at the point in their franchise where every year they're trying to get to a Super Bowl and win it. They won yeah. one. They came close to another one. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do this every. They're still in that window. Yes. So this is one of them situations where. Hey man, we got fourteen million dollars. Let's structure this thing the right way and go ahead and pay this guy. Hey, and guess you know? what? Your yeah. quarterback, your franchise quarterback, is in his prime, and, and that's my point. And you want him to stay in his prime and not be all broke the hell up, exactly. So, like Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, you have to protect. You have to protect that quarterback. You got to protect his blind side, and uh, he's worth the bag. Uh, now, unfortunately, um, I saw something. Within the last, let's see, hour, um, about almost hour and a half now, it sounds like they're not going to get a contract extension. It sounds like um, Orlando Brown's going to hold out. Hmm. That's that's the last thing I saw. Um, we'll see what happens. But if Orlando Brown holds out, I mean, who? I mean, I mean, who do you have a left tackle then? No. Orlando Brown not playing for the Chiefs. I need everybody to understand how big that is. If he decides he does not want to play and hold out for this contract, that is that creates a huge power shift in the AFC. Yes, just definitely. that one position. Yes. Just that one position. Go back, go, matter of fact, go back and watch the Super Bowl between the Bucks and the uh, Chiefs when both his offensive tackles were down. Both of them. You know how hard it is to um, when, a, when you're – Premier left tackles down. I'm a Cowboys fan. I've seen my left tackle. My left tackle still goes down. It don't end well. I know what it looks like when the left tackle is missing. It's yeah. bad. It don't end well. It don't. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't end well. So it, 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 it make guys um like Adrian Claiborne look like Lawrence Taylor. Right. So that that's 
Kansas City should go ahead and stop being proud, pay this man his money, because um, you're still in that, you're still in that 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 uh that, that window where you can make a run for the probably the next maybe four or five years if you yeah. if you play your cards right. So, you know, you you you, you got to do that. Yeah, that's this is one of these ones you don't you don't poo poo around. But what do I know? NFL teams do crazy stuff all the time. Yes, you do. know, like you you get a player that's like, okay, this guy's balling, he's young, he's not that injury prone, little injury prone, and then they jump on that whole I'm the guy's injury prone and don't want to pay him. It's like, okay, who you got to replace him? Exactly. And it's like, and now this guy goes off and either asks for a trade or he he, he holds out or or something like that happens, and then you're deficient at that position. And the thing, but the and, thing then, and, the, and the fans of your team are sitting there going, "The hell is wrong with y'all? Why couldn't y'all just pay this man?" Hey, Eric, you know, you know, but you know what the thing about it is, though, they were fortunate to get him because he, um, uh, we're gonna bring uh, Trisha in in a minute. Um, he was uh, able to. They was able to trade for him because he was available because he wanted to play left tackle and Baltimore didn't want to put him at left tackle because they already had one. And so he was available for trading. Kansas City was able to get him. So you got a quarterback in his prime and you now you got a left tackle in his prime. Um, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are getting ready to add the man, the myth, the legend, Tristan TV live to the stream. What's going on, man? Not much, you know. Uh, daddy duty. Had to make sure baby girl was, you know, good and uh, tucked in and sleep. So we're here now. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so um, you ain't really miss much. Um, we talked uh, franchise tag. We already went over um, the two tight, the two mediocre tight ends of Schultz and Jaseski. Um, we're in the middle of talking whatever his name Jaseki. is. Jaseki. Jaseki, whatever. Anyway, um, Giselle. Put, put some respect on Jaseki. Jaseki is not mediocre. Jaseki has had mediocre QBs. Okay, fine. I might, I might give you half of that. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give you that. Uh, but I and I didn't say, and I, I qualified it earlier, Tristan, before you came on. I said I don't think he's a trash player, but he's been in trash situations. Therefore, yes. you can only go by what he's produced. Right. <laughs> so, therefore, he is still a mid-tier tight end. He's not, you know, franchise-worthy. Yes, he should be And the Tristan was ready to jump on me. No, hold on. Yeah, hold on. It, I just want to make sure we, we understand. He should be I'm not, I'm not saying he's in the 30s or in the low 20s or anything. I'm just saying, like, he's not. We, we, he should we be honored to be, have a franchise tag put on him. Del. Yes. That is. I just want to make sure it's clear that it's not because of his lack of ability. It's, no, it's the system he's playing in. But but it, I'm not gonna call him one of the best. Oh, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna call him one of the best tight ends until he can show us that he's one of the best tight ends. And there's no time like this season for him to prove that. As a matter of fact, I was just saying before you came on this offense that he's in this year. That he's in this year, if if he, hey man, if he don't put up good numbers there, I don't know what to tell you because it's set. He's set up. This is the same offense George Kittle played in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, like if he don't put up numbers, man, hey, 
maybe he is mediocre, you know. But 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 then but then also says something about we gotta see what's up with Tua as well. That's the mm-hmm. only thing we gotta see what's up with Tua because Tua has everything around him to succeed. If he doesn't succeed, then he's out at quarterback and Miami Man, starting he got, over. He got everything to. He has everything going for him. He has a like I said, he got a he got a track team in the backfield and at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You got a franchise tight end. And you have an imaginative play caller on offense. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I mean, bro, what, what, what's gonna be the excuse? And then, like, we, you know, we getting all off into talking about, uh, hey, what up, Cleve? What up, uh, Cleve? But uh, we getting all off into talking about that. We ain't even talked touched on um, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. Well, who, I don't. That I don't understand. You know what? The only thing I can think of is they might believe that they have his um, his replacement. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe. It's kind of hard when you had a pro bowler at that position. I, I, I understand that. But, you know, they drafted the safety who I've heard has a similar skill set in the first round. Yeah, we and thought then, they were going to make them a tandem. And then also... Let well, them... I mean, sure, but... Now, hold on. Now. How long, how, how, how long is that tandem going to last? Now, I just want to point out. Well, it's going to last a couple of years if you extend them. They tagged Jesse Bates. They did not put him on a trade block. They did not let him walk in free agency. They tagged Jesse Bates, meaning I, they think something of him. They just like, wait a minute. You know, we need to get something for him. They're not looking to replace him. They're hoping that he stays. So... You know, he's only 25 years old. He's he's in his prime, you know, and he's a heck of a player. So, hey, maybe things get worked out. Uh, I'm trying to see. The uh, Bengals have cap space, cap space, cap space. The Bengals have how much in cap space? Oh, my God. Yeah, they got 50 million, 15.7. This is the time to lock him in because oh, yeah, lock him in. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Oh, but you know, and that's another thing too. If you got fifteen point seven million dollars and you got him on the tag, then if you give him a contract extension, that cap hit goes down. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it's gonna go down to, but the cap hit goes down. So it, it only helps your situation. It don't hurt. You got a great player. Yeah. He's extended. Yes. You know, you give him. A, I give him a five year deal. Yeah. Honestly, I give yeah, him a five-year yeah. deal, and hey, man, he's already shown improved. Okay, he's not—he's not—he's not a, you know, he's not boo boo the fool or, or just some random guy running around back there taking bad angles and, you know, that type of deal. So, you went to the Super Bowl, you won an AFC Championship for the first time since '89. Okay, mm-hmm. you went to the Super Bowl, right. and it wasn't the defense's fault. That you lost. It was the offensive line's fault that you lost, and now you yeah. fix that. Go ahead and keep the stuff that's working. You keep it the same. If it's working, you leave it alone. Actually, 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 there's only one um, bad defensive player, Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Okay, but but they addressed that in the draft. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So with that in mind, uh, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave that 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 franchise talk alone. Uh. Basically, we're going to talk tonight about the black and blue division, the NFC North. Now, 
Now, when we talk about this NFC North, we're talking about three franchises, three out of four franchises that just have longevity of history. Longevity of history. Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, and the Green Bay Packers. They go way back, especially with their rivalries. Yeah. I mean, it's some of the longest, the longest rivalries. Uh, Green Bay and, and uh, uh, Chicago have the longest, I believe, the longest rivalry out of any two NFL teams in the history of the league, if I'm not mistaken. Who did you say? Huh? Who, do, yeah. who did you say? Who did yeah. I say? Yeah. Green Bay and Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. I think they have the longest, the longest running rivalry. Of uh, of any two NFL teams, uh, oh Antoine, I don't think you're gonna like what you're gonna find in this particular episode. Because oh, is, is, is he a Bears fan? Yes, he's from the Shy. That's one of my buddies from the Shy. Uh, but I'm so sorry. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry because what I'm about to say, you you may not be happy about, but this is this is through careful analysis that we that we saying this. So let's begin. Uh, first thing first. We like to start from our number four team and then move up to our number one team. Spoiler alert, I think everybody knows who we're going to pick for the number one team. There's no reason to believe that anything's going to change with that. That being said, uh, who went first last week? I cannot remember. Mm. Was, it, was it Tristan? I think it was Tristan. I think it was Tristan. Okay, so I guess I'll start this off. Uh, for my number four team, uh, I have the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Ain't nobody talking about no Cowboys, Mike. <laughs> Here we go, Dallas Cowboy for like you missed that show. That was several weeks ago, but thank you for tuning in. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, when you get a chance, man, you got to check out the uh, NFC East. Uh, NFC talk East. Yep. From a couple of weeks ago, all right, on YouTube, the video's up. Um, yeah, um, I'm definitely gonna watch the Bears ride the rodeo to the bottom, man. They ain't, they not, they not gonna do anything. Um, your quarterback's Justin Fields. Um, you have, what is it, David Montgomery, a running back. You just traded for Nikhil Harry, wide receiver, but he has to prove himself now. He has to prove himself. Um, you're in a new situation, so we'll see what happens. And he not. <laughs> okay, so. So, um, you know, you made good points with that. My my the re, my rationale for why they are last place is Justin Fields is still developing, and you have a defensive minded head coach, and your offensive uh your offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach, he made his bones being the offensive coordinator over Aaron Rodgers, like he need one. So he has to prove himself. Definitely. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. But you know, that's like the offensive coordinator was over Peyton Manning. Like, did you really have, did you really work? Like, did you really earn your check? You had Peyton Manning, you know. So you, you got Aaron Rod- you had Aaron Rodgers. Can you develop Justin Fields into the quarterback that needs to be? Second thing. That was Trisha's favorite sec that was Trisha's second favorite coach of all time, Adam Gase. Oh man, don't get, please don't get Tristan started. Please. We'll be on this thing for two hours. People then turned us off. Oh, keep my mouth closed. All right, but no, I don't like Adam Gates either. But um, what? yeah. So, did you 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 
the second thing is you lost Allen Robinson, yes, who's a bona fide number one wide receiver, and you didn't do a lot to address your offensive weapons in the draft. You really didn't. They drafted Valus Jones out of Tennessee um, in the third round. They went and, and, and signed or traded for it, Nikhil Harry, who's never blossomed as a wide receiver, even though he's a first-round draft pick out of uh, Arizona. You know, it's like, nah, Twan, no. No. It, it, no, 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 Twan, it ain't going to happen. No, but, no, no, no. But – Here's the thing. Let me let me dig let me dig real quick because because I'm an NBA guy. Don't that is apples and oranges. Yeah. Phil Jackson, his triangle offense perfected the skill set of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant for them to be able to be themselves in that specific offense. That's completely, completely different than this. And at this point, the Chicago Bears do not have any weapons that have a true identity. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all those guys, they had identity. Exactly. This is somebody just trying to they, – they they still trying to find out where all the bathrooms at in the facility. Exactly. Okay? This is not, you know, hey, man, these guys are ballers. They came out balling, okay? So that you have a young quarterback in one of the, the blackest, bluest divisions – and you have a defensive-minded head coach. Now, do I think Chicago's defense is going to be better? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? Even without Khalil Mack. Let's, uh, let's put a part. And let's see. Robert Quinn, I heard, us might be on the trade block. There's been some small rumors on that. Well, I don't like dealing with rumors because, you know, this time of year, you know, I, these guys make up stuff and just tweet out stuff. It's nah, like I, Eric Wright got signed I, by the 49ers. And it's like, what? I, no, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, they could they could lose a pass rush eventually. You already lost Khalil Mack, like Tristan just said. I don't I, think they can afford to lose Quinn. Ember Flus, did I say his name right? I guess. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I have you. as much faith in Ember Flus as, as I do in uh, uh, Robert, Robert Sala okay. as, as a defensive-minded head coach. So I feel like he on – He'll take some guys that you're like, who who is that? And then they bounce. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. So I, I feel like I feel like he can do that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything derogatory about Chicago's defense. However, the name of the game is scoring points, and I don't think they're gonna go out there winning games ten to three in this division. And, and that's it's why so, it's so simple because they they really have a dynamic. Uh, young QB and I just hate to see QBs be put in this kind of situations where the organization just seems so lost and confused at what they want to do. I truly believe that Chicago Bears and Justin Fields, I feel like Justin Fields is in a situation where the Bears had no idea that they were going to fall to him and fall to them. And they were like, we got to take him. We yeah, ain't got no too. plan, yeah. but I we got to take him. And I think that's I think that's that's where that's where they are. Um, yeah, but yeah, but it, if you're gonna take a quarterback, have a plan. No, no, but but that doesn't always happen, Brandon. That can't happen like yeah. that because look where look where he was projected to go, and then look where he fell. You can't pass on it. So 
Okay, but even okay, okay, okay. But even after you bring him in, develop a plan. You have to. You okay? I, I I get what you're saying, Tristan. I get what you're saying. You took a quarterback in the first round. I don't care if you had. I ain't care. I don't care if you thought he was gonna fall to you or not. You took a quarterback in the first round. You have to come up with a game plan for him to succeed in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. You, you need to get. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to get the head coach, the offensive coordinator. The quarterbacks coach, and let's get some players around him, and let's go. So even if you didn't say, "Hey, look, hey, look we wasn't thinking about getting him," let's get him. Fine. And, and my my thing yeah, is, I'm out with a plan. It's just, it, 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 and if we have time tonight. We're going to talk about quarterback who was drafted in 2007. Who that felt that fell apart. But here's the thing, though, Brandon. Here's the thing in which Chicago's case. Here's the thing. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Who was the head coach at the time? Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be this offensive wizard. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but oh yeah, no, 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 wait, wait. But 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 you but you knew way out the door. Wait, who was their number one wide receiver at the time? Allen Robinson. How was their what was their running back situation? What was the offensive line situation? So in their mind, them taking Justin Fields, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just telling you what it looked like. Them taking Justin Fields, they're thinking, oh. We can we can go ahead and do this right now. When everyone was saying, start the kid, let him take his lumps, but start him, make the plan in place for him. Matt Nagy's like, no, we're going to wait it out. He didn't get enough reps in the offseason. He didn't get enough reps in training camp because they kept pushing to say, no, let's let him wait, let him develop. And then when they, when they finally looked at it and was like, we got to put the kid in. He wasn't ready, and it's not his fault. They didn't. They did not plan accordingly. Okay, Again, so, and they then, okay, let me interject. Let me caliber. They weren't prepared for someone of his caliber to fall to them. Okay, I'm trying to tell you what I know. Let me interject. Let me interject. Can I? Okay, so also another problem, and I agree with what Tristan says, but another problem that I have with Chicago is that. Um, Going with that whole plan, the best thing you can do for a young quarterback is to put weapons around him. And at, I'm big on the wide receiver position, especially with somebody with a rocket arm like Justin Fields. Yes. And you basically got a bunch of retreads and second-tier guys that you brought in. There is no you, – you know you hear me use the term all the time on the podcast. There's no Batman on this team. There's a bunch of Robins. You got Tim Drake. You got Dick Grayson. You got – uh, 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 who the boy that turned into the red hood? All of them, you got right, you, your quick question. Do you even believe there's a Robin on the team at wide receiver? There's a bunch of because some of the Robins weren't that good, right. yes. So, uh, you know, you you have Jason Todd, that's what I'm talking about. Jason Todd became the red hood, Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Now, I'm I'm assuming that Chicago's mindset is that th- those guys will become superheroes in their own right and get their own uh okay. they own spin-off uh comic book but none of them are batman at this time. Equinemia St. Brown come on what did he do in green bay you know uh and yeah Twan, that's all you got is hope you just got to you know hey man i'm gonna tell you like this though hope in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fill up fastest i'm just saying but 
Um, yeah, man, Equinemia St. Brown, okay? Byron Pringle, who barely got playing time with the Chiefs. You know, then you go and draft Vellis Jones, and that's it. Allen Robinson's gone. So, like, what are you doing? So, I mean, you're not surrounding you surrounding him with like second level talent, second tier talent. You said great value for those of y'all who know about Walmart. You know, it, they are right. But there's nobody that if I'm a defensive coordinator in that division, there's nobody in there in the receiver room that's got me going, oh God. Nope. But you know what? But you yeah. know, but you know what else is good for a young quarterback? A tight end. A veteran tight end of some sort. You didn't even try to bring one in. And this because, is why and this because is why Chicago was on the bottom. Troy Aikman had Jay Novacek, Michael Vicker, Audrey Crumpler, Steve McNair had Frank Wycheck. Steve Young had Brett Jones. Hey. And this is why the Bears are going to be last in the division. It's, I mean, it's, that was easy. That's yes. far as the fourth. Yeah. Yes. All right, so let's move on because this is we're talking about our third place team. Where are these Cowboys uh, fans coming from? I'm trying to figure out. I don't Y'all know, but they the need to go, they need to go sit down somewhere. Go go slide somewhere like 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 Dak did and, and ran a clock. Where was y'all at a couple Whoa. episodes ago? <laughs> hey, uh, Tay Hayes. As I sip my um, cowboy tears from the division of uh, the wild card round. Hey, uh, Tay, hey, um, you're a Cowboys fan. Um, when you finish watching this show, please go back to our NFC East uh, show from a few weeks ago, still on our YouTube channel. And then tell your and then tell your coach not to call a, a quarterback draw 14 seconds. Why are you doing it? <laughs> Go ahead and cue the shots. Cue my cue my gunshots. No. What's up, cue Bridget? my gunshots. <laughs> Brandon ain't gonna cue my gunshots because he's a cowboy fan. But y'all know right, I'm telling that's, the that's truth. Why. That's why. You know I'm telling the okay, truth. Fine. I'll be, I, okay, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Okay, you ready? So now, um, next thing, the number three team that I have. Uh, now you, no, you hear us talking. You heard the 49ers winning, but go ahead. Next thing, um, I got the the Detroit Lions as my number three team. Uh, I feel like this is a team on the rise. Yes, uh, it is. And, and and a lot of people go look at their record. And didn't really look at them play, and they played some inspired football last season. Like they fought you tooth and nail, tooth and nail to the last tick every game. Every game. That's, that's, that's a coach cool. that has his team inspired. And once they start to de- develop some of the talent that they brought in, one, and of course get some more talent on that team, they're gonna be a problem. But yeah. I'm going to tell you now, they're a problem now. Does that mean they're going to beat a lot of folks? Maybe. But. Man, shoot. Did you, did, you watch, did you watch the Detroit-Baltimore game last year? Shoot. I think. I think You're so going to know you've been in a fight when you play them. You oh, might yeah. beat them. I think the thing that holds them back is going to be Jerry Goff. That's, yeah. That was my next point. I, I, I The only thing that has me have putting him in third place and not probably challenging for second place in this division is Jared Goff's play. Jared Goff, is, he terrifies me. I'm going to just be honest. Well, because look, well, look I, go, back, go back to when he played in the Super Bowl. The man missed two crucial 
passes against New England. Well, here's here's my he thing. Throws. I've never been a He's fan of much. when he coming out of cow when they were talking about him as being the potential number one pick. I was never sold. I've watched him at cow. You know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big big college football fan. I didn't see what people saw from Jared Goff at Cal. I, just, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see what people saw. And I understand the NFL, you're thirsty for quarterbacks. Everybody loves the quarterback position. You want it to be a quarterback. You need it to be a quarterback. But that that specific class with him and Carson Wentz, neither one of them should have been in the top five, to be quite honest. Well, Neither one of like, them should have been one or two back-to-back. Neither it, one. It, it's kind of like this quarterback class now. You know, it's like that wasn't a great class. So it's like you had to uh, to quote one of my, my dear, dear friends and mentors, Brian Stratton. It's like which turd floats highest in the toilet kind of thing. So, you know, it, it's Jerry Goff. And honestly, you put – hell, I, I, I do you one. If you put – Justin Fields on the Detroit Lions with the roster <coughs> they have and they've just drafted. They probably challenge for the division. Oh, that's how <coughs> that that's 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 literally how much I think of Detroit, how much I respect Detroit and that and that coaching and that, that roster. I wanna I wanna actually backtrack real quick. I forgot to say something in regards to the Bears. Now I'm gonna just jump back. I'm gonna read out this list, okay. Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, McCall Hartman, D.K. Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin. I think I know where you're Hunter going. Renfro. What do they all have in common? I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. They were they were all drafted the same year, and they missed out. Oh, were they drafted the same year as Trubisky? No, no, no. They were drafted the same year, but that's not the kicker. No, no, no. When they drive the same year as Trubisky, that's why I'm asking. No, 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 no. Trubisky, no. no. Okay. They were all drafted after Nikhil Harry. I knew that's what you. I knew that's where you were going. Those are the wide receivers that were after Nikhil after. Harry in that draft. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. 2019. Ouch. I'm gonna read yeah. it again. The pass dropped the ball on that, and then Samuel. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. When the last time you really seen the Patriots really drive to wide receiver in the first round? Oh, oh, we know. Oh, we get it. We know. That's not the point, uh, I know, Brandon. I know, I know that. I know that. And I'm gonna t- and I'm gonna tell you something that you also don't know, um, that you may not know. Um, when Dimitrov was the GM in Atlanta, he actually asked Bill Belichick, "Should I um, trade up for Julio Jones?" And Belichick said, "No, I would take Jonathan Baldwin." Yes, he he does not. He cannot evaluate. First no. round talent, no, at all. No. Well, and, oh, wait, 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 wait. Only at certain positions. He's not bad on the offensive line and front seven. He's not bad. Let me tell you something about people that draft offensive line. Do you know how hard it is to miss an offensive lineman in the it's first round? Done, in the first round, do you no, know how no, it is hold to on, miss hold on, it? hold on. It's not like New England drafts high in the first round all the time, though. But do you know how hard that is to miss? That is when true. you draft the offensive lineman in the first round, not all of them got to be Hall of Famers, but if you got a solid 
offensive lineman that can get that can give you 15 years, that's a win for a first round pick. That's true. That's true. It's hard to miss. Okay, so get it back on topic. Uh, because we have we're going off the rails. Because we're talking about the Patriots draft and we covered that. Yes, we're going to ago. Yes. All right. But your point about Nikhil Harry is that he qualifies pretty much as a first round bust and he's now a Chicago Bear, which gives validity to what I was saying before about them not putting quality receiving talent to around help Justin Fields. That is. Okay. So moving forward, uh I have the Lions <laughs> as my uh as my number three team in this division. Um and the only reason that I have the number three is because of Jared Goff and his yep. big question mark. Yep. So for the record, Miami, y'all could have y'all could have still had Dan Campbell as y'all head coach, just for the record. Mm. Adam Gates came in to be the replacement, just for the record. I just want y'all mm. to understand Miami don't mm. that hurts. Yeah. So Man. so yeah, I I, I just if they didn't have if they had somebody who was just a tad bit better. Then Jerry literally a tad bit better. Some of those games actually would have been won last season. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like because remember they tied Pittsburgh and they lost on a game winning 66 yard field goal against Baltimore that hit the crossbar and went over. I challenge all of our viewers to go back and look at games from last year of the Detroit Lions. Don't look at their record. Look at how they played. Especially around like week four or five. They Hell, they gave my Niners hell week one because we had jumped up on them and they was like, oh, we not through. We thought that we had them beat down and everything and they started coming back. It was like, wait, oh, y'all still I, you know, so, will yeah. probably be one of the more teams that I'm curious about as far as how their season goes because if their season goes bad, they're in the catbird seat because this is this is going to be a very rich quarterback class coming in. Ooh, if yeah, no point. If their season is decent, they're going to try to put some things together to move into the top five to get a quarterback. I'm just I, there's no way they're passing up uh 2023 draft and yeah, not going to quarterbacks that can go yeah. in the first round, right? Or at least the first 50. They're slowly but surely putting together a quality roster when you look at it. I mean, yeah. look, look at look at this draft. Hold on, give me a second. This draft. Is uh wait that's free agents. Hold on, this draft Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. Hey, Jamison Williams, wide receiver yep. Alabama. Joshua yep. Pascal, defensive line. Uh, Kirby Joseph, deep ball safety, very yeah. good player. You know, uh, that, you know, that's interesting. That's interesting. You said Kirby Joseph, deep ball safety. It's hard to get a deep ball safety. Yeah, absolutely. And he was one of the better ones uh, that I was uh, uh, looking at film at this off this uh, draft season. He's a very good. Ball hawking safety. So you look at that, and th- they're putting together a roster slowly but surely that can really make some noise. And all they're going to need is a quarterback. So if they do go off and get a quarterback that's of any quality next year, be it free agency or the draft, that's even just a tad bit, a tad bit better than Jared Goff, they can really make some noise in this division. Okay. I mean, so, it, it it really it really can be something very significant in regards of this uh this coming draft class. We're looking at. I'm doing a quick quick look so I can just give it to y'all real fast. 
CJ Stroud, Ohio State. Yep. Bryce Young, Alabama. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you got. There's a quarterback coming out of Florida. Jaron Hall from BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Levi from Kentucky. Watch him last year. Trust me. Okay. Um, the F- Florida out of Miami, Tyler Van Dyke. Okay. Wait, Miami or University of Florida? No, the University of Miami. There's one coming out of University of Florida too, I think. Uh, let me see. Who's University of Florida's QB? Hold on. Y'all go. Y'all go ahead. Keep talking. While I'm gonna look for that. No, because but um, I could have sworn to say, there's at least five, six of these guys between the first, second round, and maybe about three, three, four of them could be in the first round for next year's draft. I think. I think five. You know what? And and let me say this too. You know how the quarterback position is. Everybody needs a quarterback because all 32 of these quarterbacks are not really worth being starters. Okay. With that being said, the quarterback position gets pushed up in the draft every year. And so I believe, I wouldn't be surprised if um, there's at least five quarterbacks possibly going in the top 10 to maybe 15. And I would love that. As a Cowboys fan, I would love that because I'm saying, hey, look, we got quarterback already. That just push all the other um, skilled players down. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, teams teams that already have their quarterback in place and that solidified their position. That just yep. that just and guess what? The teams that have their quarterback in place and that solidified are typically playoff teams, which means they're going to be drafted at the bottom of every round anyway. Yep. So that it just works out that way. Sure so um, the teams that's going to be drafting the highest will be the ones with no quarterback: New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons, so on and so forth. Okay. Right. So, um, moving on, um, second place team in the NFC North, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. It's kind of by default. And it's by default. Yep. Uh, uh, it's kind of like last week we were talking about the AFC North, and uh, we were just saying the bottom three teams gonna can kind of scramble and everything, but we kind of know who's going to win the, the division. Uh, I have Minnesota in second, and – it's more or less by default, not because they just great per se, because Kirk Cousins is still that quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, yeah. I mean, Steph, I, Steph. I'm sorry. You like that? No, I don't, Kirk. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, one right. minute, yeah, one minute he's, oh, yeah, he's, oh, Kirk Cousins this and Kirk Cousins that. The next minute it's like, who is this back home? Yeah. You know, oh, trust like, me, I know. Oh, I yeah. know. I know personally. Uh, we know you know your fantasy team. No, he was no. on. A, he, he was. He was. He was uh, Washington for oh, he's in Washington because he's, yeah, he's he was in Washington. Washington. All that false hope. Yeah, he, he's. Yeah, he's. He's feast of famine, and he's yeah. more famine than feast. As, as Uncle As Uncle Shea Sharp say, empty calories. Hey, um, Tristan, just real quick, the quarterback coming out of Florida name is Anthony Richardson. Yeah, big body, athletic. Okay. Yep. So it's going to be a good class. But, yeah, um, yeah, the Vikings. Now, <laughs> here's the thing that's interesting with the Vikings. Last season, they drafted Kellen Mond in, what, the third round? Yeah, which was, to me, a waste. It was a waste, but it was also a warning shot to Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It's a warning shot to Kirk Cousins. It's like, okay, Kirk, because just like the Detroit Lions, the Vikings are going to be looking at next year's draft class as well. 
Because you got to look at when you look at your when you look at the landscape of the Vikings offense, you've already wasted the defense. They're going to have to redo that. You've already wasted quality defensive play out of that. Yeah, because but, and, but see, they wasted it because they got rid of uh, Case Keenum and brought in Kirk Cousins. Exactly. So you wasted that. You've already mm-hmm. wasted that. So now offensively, you still are. Honestly, you're kind of a juggernaut still. Minus your QB. You mm-hmm. have a solid offensive line. You have two good receivers. You got Justin Jefferson, who's a dog. The defense Adam is uh, a dog. Dalvin Cook, who's a dog. Your, his defense your backup is to Dalvin Cook is a dog. It's your QB. Yeah, I'm it's looking at QB. I'm looking at this uh this defense, um, who they brought in via draft and free agency. This safety Lewis scene that they brought in. Oh, yeah, they did draft Lewis Singh. Dear mm-hmm. God. Uh, you know, they brought in Andrew Booth. Uh, play corn in the second round, and then they backdoored it with a Caleb Evans in the fourth mm-hmm. round. And uh, I'm like, hey, Brian Osamoa out of Oklahoma. This defense, that's just a draft. I'm not even talking about what they did in free agency. You're right. Free agency. That's what I'm saying. This is a defense. The Darius Smith, Harrison Phillips, yep, Jordan yep. Hicks. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, this defense is going to be more than respectable. They're going to be good. And and they um and they uh switched the front because um because it was Mike Zimmer's uh, four three uh with the double um eight got blitzed, but now they're switching to a three four. And it's gonna be wasted because of Kirk Cousins. That's why that's why that's why they need her to get rid of him um that's, and draft a quarterback next year immediately. I really feel like Minnesota. And and Detroit in the same boat. Yeah, the same boat. Kirk Cousins is a little bit better than Jared Goff, and that's why I have Minnesota over Detroit. But I don't know. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that Jared Goff say, "I'm tired of y'all talking about me." He just jumped stupid next year. They could be the second place team in this division. Yeah, they really could. If if he decided to just jump stupid and be like, you know what, I'm tired of this, and ball out. So yeah, and that I and mean, that brings me that that brings me to to the number one. And I let me leave this off because I have some things to say in regards to this. So my number one, because we all we all agree with the with the Vikings at two. My number one, of course, clearly is the Green Bay Packers. But here's the thing: with everything that we said about the other three teams, as big as as big of a fan I am of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers screwed this up. Aaron Rodgers screwed this up. Okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talk to us, man. So here's my thing. Aaron Rodgers. What? Aaron Rodgers. They're my number one with an asterisk. Yeah. And and that's what Eric's probably going to agree with me. Mm. Aaron Rodgers. With this waffling of if he's going to retire or not, and all the, all that all the antics from last season, all that stuff, as great of a player as he is, and of course he is a great player, that Super Bowl window is officially closed for the Green Bay Packers in the Aaron Rodgers. You cannot have be in a position that you were in the past two three playoffs where you should have at least been in the championship game and play the way you played. There's no excuse for that. 
And so now we're going into a season where you don't have Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. You don't have your your second leading receiver that you had. He's gone. And so now you got this rookie where everybody's trying to think the world of him. He's not going to be Devontae Adams. Not right now. Not right now. And when I look at the rest of the division. He could be, but not right now. Not right now. And when I look at the rest of the division outside of the Chicago Bears, at some point someone's going to overturn you because you have put the Packers in a position. Packers are not absolved of this. They have some fault as well. But you've put the Packers in a position where they really couldn't make any drastic changes. No one wants to come and play with you because we don't know when you're trying to leave. You tried so hard to not be like Brett Favre, and yet this is the Brett Favre saga all over again mm-hmm. when no one knew when Brett Favre was leaving. So no one wanted to take the chance for their career to go there. The Packers are at fault because the Packers were stupid enough to try to bring Jordan Love in as, as that first-round pick, knowing daggone well Aaron Rodgers needed a receiver. We can go back to that draft class and see the receivers that were in that draft class. Could you imagine one of those guys that could have been the number two to Devontae Adams? Maybe we would have another championship with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. But they didn't do that either. And now we have an unproven commodity in Jordan Love that the only time we saw him was against the Kansas City Chief, and he was trash. So guess what? Whenever Aaron Rodgers does retire, they're going to have to go look for another QB again. But it's also Aaron Rodgers' fault for your legacy that you're not going to get another championship. It is not the Green Bay Packers' fault in totality of you not getting another championship. You have the, – the part of the reason Devontae left was not only the fact that he wanted to play with Derek Carr, not only the fact that he wanted to go back and play and play in his hometown, technically hometown, whatever, with the Raiders. But it was also the fact, because the conversations he had with you, he did not know if you were going to retire or leave next year. And you can't get it done with a bunch of rookies and Randall Cobb. So, you, so Aaron Rodgers, you screwed yourself because the Detroit, between the Detroit Lions and the Vikings, and I'm going to trust more so the Detroit Lions, they're going to be in a position where they're going to thump you in another year or two. Yes, All they need is a quarterback. Their defense already can check you. Already. Yep. So, so again, it, it's you're number one, but you're number one because your entire division right now is not in position to overtake you. But that's not going to last long. The, the, receiver, the Chicago Bears. The receivers they missed on that year was Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I know they went before Jordan Love, but I'm just saying. So basically, um, so basically, one of the richer, one of the richer wide receiver class in the history of the NFL, mm-hmm. and you drafted a QB in the first round. That at this point is going to be a career backup. Van Jefferson, Denzel Mims, ouch! Those guys could have been number twos and and would have known the system already. Because it's easier to find a number two. It's easy to find a Robin than to find a Batman. Than to find a Batman. Because there's oh, been yeah. how many Robins in the history of Batman? It'd be like four or five Robins. Uh, I mean, you can literally, if you even look at the history of the Green Bay Packers wide receivers, you can count on one hand how many of them were bona fide number one receivers. Sterling no. Sharp, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams. And That's your what? five. 
guess what? The only the only wide receiver the Packers have drafted in the first round, um, when Favre was a quarterback or Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback, and is Javon Walker. Exactly. That's the only first round receiver. And he was a bust. Exactly. exactly. And the only first round player that I that I can last remember that Aaron Rodgers ever threw a touchdown pass to was even was drafted by Jacksonville, tight end Mercedes Lewis. I'm gonna I'm even gonna say this. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it as a pencil in. I'm gonna pencil it in because I gotta see what they do. If the Detroit Lions do what they're supposed to do, what I think they're gonna do in this next offseason, the Detroit Lions are gonna win that division, not this season, but the following season. The Detroit mm. Lions will be the division winner. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they building something, they building something special there. We said it. No, no, I they, agree. They tied agree. Pittsburgh Steelers last year. They lost on a 66-yard field goal when the ball hit the crossbar against Baltimore. I agree. Detroit is on their way. Is it? It's not this year. Uh, Juan Jordan Love was going to be there in the third round. I'm yeah. trying to get y'all to understand. He was supposed to be in the third round? Jordan Love was projected to be a late second to early third because yeah, he was been raw there. in ability. Yeah. There was a late push in the last couple weeks before the draft came where all of a sudden his name started swirling as he could be a potential first-round pick because they reminded him of a mini Cam Newton. That's what was said about him. Yeah, I don't he, know where it came from because I, I went and watched it. From he they were he reminds me only, nothing of Cam Newton. Even when exactly. Cam was they were saying the only yeah. reason his season was the way it was was because the season before, all his wide receivers went to the NFL. So he didn't have anybody. But they were like, the talent was a first-round talent. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of scouts and a lot of people that do this job make the mistake on. Talent is one thing. But what is the pedigree of the player? Is the is the player a proven commodity? Is the player the, that you can, especially at that position, we've seen so many guys that got rocket arms, Athletic could do whatever, whatever. But what is, the, what is the pedigree of the quarterback? Jeff George arm. We and we get so we get stuck on talent, 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 talent. It's not just talent because all these guys are talented. the 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 last player that's drafted in the NFL is better than any semi pro player mm. that's out there. The last player drafted. Sometimes it's even better than some of the some of the undrafted guys are better. So, so I'm saying, so it's like you can't, you can't just say just talent, especially at that position. That's the hardest position to evaluate. Oh yeah, you because really got to do your research. Look, you quarterback, really got to know. And if I'm if I'm going to put a first round on a QB, I got to know for sure, all whether it's fair or unfair. If you're a QB and you're drafted in the first round, that means they're saying you are a franchise player. Fair or unfair? I need, I need, I need ten years minimum. Minimum out of you in the I first round 15, as a quarterback. I need 15, 17 years out of you maximum. As a first need, round quarterback, yes. I need, I need, I need two, probably two Super Bowl rings out of you. Maybe right, so we gonna we gonna stop bullying Jordan Love for right now. No, uh -huh. no. It's no, not his no, fault. No, 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 no. It's not, his, it's fault. not his fault. It's not oh, his fault. It's not his fault. Because he didn't. Because no, no, no. Because I remember when he got drafted and they interviewed him. 
he didn't expect to get drafted in the first round. Yeah, that that's Green Bay screw up. That's Green Bay screwing up. That that that's that's not his fault. And he went to a bad situation, and I'm probably sure he's wishing to get traded every day to somewhere where he can go compete. Um, but point I'm making it is is that, and I keep drawing my big ass to wrist right here. Green Bay is number one, my number one pick for this division with an asterisk by default because they have the best quarterback in the division. That's all. That's it. If you look at – you put Aaron Rodgers against the other three quarterbacks in this division, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Now, that being said, allow me to eviscerate Green Bay. Green Bay's probably going to run across somebody like San Francisco – or somebody like that and lose in the playoffs again uh, because you just don't have what it takes to get there. You had Devontae Adams and still couldn't get, get anywhere. Like, mm. how many times have they lost in the playoffs? Like, the, the NFC Championship, and then this year they didn't even make it to the NFC Championship. So they're on a decline. They're better than the other teams at this point in their division. Yes, that's why there's an asterisk. Are they contenders in my book? No. No. They got to show me. You got a bunch of rookies at wide receiver. You lost a lot of pieces on your defense. Um, You know, you, you, Aaron Rodgers is aging. He's better than the other quarterbacks in the division. But, yeah, them, them days of the, the Green Bay threatening for the Super Nah, man. Nah. As long as <clears> – <throat> As long as you have the Rams, as long as you have the Niners, um, as long as you have uh, uh, the Saints, yep, the Bucks, yeah, that that's uh, you know, no nah, man, no. Nah. So uh, Green Bay will win this division by default, but like I said, they're the number one, my number one pick uh, with an asterisk. Because they'll win a the division, but they'll probably get booted by one of these stronger NFC teams um, down the line. Now, when Aaron yeah. Rodgers still put up a bunch of numbers, yeah, because he makes a lot of his receivers better. Um, you know, th- yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron. He go Aaron Rodgers is going to Aaron Rodgers. You know, I can't take away his talent. I don't care too much for him as a person, but as a quarterback, I respect him. And he's going to do what he does which is why they're going to win this division. But I really feel like I, I don't see them. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Eric James says, uh, put Aaron Rodgers on the Vikings roster like far Minnesota wins the division. Absolutely. Minnesota wins the Super Bowl. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, Aaron Rodgers throwing to Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Yeah, and Adam Thielen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. they got, don't they got a good young tight end? Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah. Is that his name? I believe they, they, um, they, they did for uh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, so, so you know, uh, th- th- he's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be good, you know, but in the grand scheme of the, N- of the NFC coming out of the NFC, no. He's going to win that division, but uh, yeah. That's why I got this giant asterisk. So that's why last week we were saying this is the Aaron Rodgers show coming up next week. Yes, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers show, but it's on a small stage. That is. So um, that's, yeah, that's the NFC North. 
we about to get into the nitty gritty next week. It's about to get live because I think we've been a, we've been kind of what and what fellas on our picks. Like everybody's been kind of picking on the same. We've been on the same wavelength. I think I think we're gonna divide up these next I think, couple I weeks. Think, I think next week's gonna be yeah. Next mm-hmm. week we will be covering the AFC West. Yes. Or I wow, like to wow, refer wow. to them as the AFC best. Um, in my opinion, hands down, the best division in the AFC. Um, Without question. Best division in, in the league, right? I don't, I don't know about the league. Possibly. The league. Possibly. Arguably, yes. I'll, if you say arguably, yes. That, that's, a, that's an argument that could be made. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not question. ready to say that. See, okay, we question. already – See, we already <laughs> – Okay, question. Who's the best division in the league then? The AFC West. No, okay, no, Eric. Who played in the NFC Championship? No, I don't hear that. Who played in the NFC Championship? I don't hear that. Okay, I understand. Who played in the NFC Championship? I don't hear that. How many teams from the NFC West played in the NFC Championship? How many teams? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. How many? No, 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 no. I do you one better. I can't stand it. Let's talk. Let's talk. What division they came from? Let's talk. What Let's division talk. they came okay. from? No. Let's talk. What Let's division talk. they came no, no, from? No, no, no. no. This is the past. That's the no. past. No. Russell we're talking about, no, no we're talking about right now. We're talking about right now. No longer in your division. We're talking about right now. Russell Wilson's no longer in your division. No. Thank no. you. Seattle, Seattle took it. As long as Atlanta stop that madness, step away from the crack Three of the top ten QBs reside in the AFC West. Okay, but I, I need to address Eric, my brother Eric James. Eric, stop it. You drinking. He said the yeah, NFC South will never, always be no. the best. No, no, as no, long no. as Atlanta is in your division, you will never be the best division. And Carolina's, I mean, they're right not, nah, nah. Stop the it. NFC South is two teams. The stop. NFC West is three teams. Tampa, the just, NFC Tampa just got teams. relevant. Okay. It's, it's four teams in the AFC West. All right, so. I'll give I'll give you that, Trish. You made a good made a good argument. That's why I said arguably. I didn't no. say not not at all. No. I said <laughs> arguably. No, AFC West. AFC West. I'll give y'all number two. Who holding the rings right now? That's all. I'll give you number two. You don't even like them. I can't stand them, but I'm, I'm gonna tell the truth. Y'all know I'm gonna tell the truth. AFC whether, West. Whether, hey, top, top to bottom right now today. July 12, 2022 at 10:17 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Time. AFC West, top to bottom, is the best division. NFC West got worse where Seattle lost Russell Wilson, and the NFC South is only two teams, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Let's go. Did anybody at the NFC West, AFC West, win their conference? Hey, listen, if the offensive line gave Did anybody out of the AFC West win their conference? If the offensive line gave Joe Burrow point four seconds more, we be talking different. Because Jamar Chase had had uh. Had I hate the Rams with a visceral hatred, but they are the champs, and Eric, the team that they right beat here. to get Eric, to the Super Bowl came out of the same division. Point, point four seconds. When the NFC West, excuse me, when the NFC West has two teams playing for the conference title, come back and holler at me. Point four seconds. That's all Joe Burrow needed. 0.4 seconds. When the AFC West has two teams playing for the conference, here come see me. You put your phone down all you want, Brandon. I don't care. 
point four seconds, Eric. I want to be clear. I want to be clear here before y'all say I'm a hater. I think the AFC West is dope as hell, okay? But you're not finna sit up here, not right now, and say that they the best. Now, this time next year, you can say that. You might be able to say that. That's why I said arguably. But no, right now? Top to right bottom, AFC West is the best. Right now? Yes, right now. Who's Super Bowl champions? Don't what matter. division they came out of? Don't matter. Who they had to beat to get there? Don't matter. Unacceptable. Don't matter. AFC West is the best, top to bottom. What have what have they LA done? Chargers, what have they done? Three of the top ten QBs Kansas reside in the West. Uh oh. And Derek Carr is arguably like top 12, 13. Thank you. Say it again. Because uh be honest with you, I don't have Kyler Murray in top 15. Oops. This exactly. I don't either. I don't either. But I'm talking about what am I right talking about? Dino Smith, Drew Locke, Kyler Murray. Trey Lance about to be the best right player. Now. He, it's going to be his second see, year. Okay, He's see, we have two different position. conversations right now because y'all talking about moving forward. <laughs> I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about no, I'm talking at, about at right the end now. of last season. Because I, I Trey Lance already the best QB in the division, and it's the second year he played. Arguably, he already the best QB. In the division. Thank you, Trey Lance. Already the best QB in the division. T money. Tell him again. Tell him again. Already. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so let, let's clarify this, this argument. Because we, we we going in. We, we give you a preview of next week's show. This it's about to be preview. live. It's, it's about to be live. Um, are we talking about moving into 2022, 2023? Or are we talking about right now? Right now. Okay, so no, it's NFC West. No, AFC no, West. It could, could, it be, could it be this season coming? Absolutely. It could be AFC West. Eric, when did the, NFL, when did the oh, new NFL calendar year stop, start? Stop, 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 stop. Who Eric, are the current Super Eric, Bowl champions? Eric, what division Eric, do the Eric, current Eric, Super Bowl champions four, come out of? Eric, out the four. What division? Out the four. Answer my question. Answer my question. What division do the... What three, division four. do the Super Bowl no, 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 champions no, no, no. come Eric, out of? No, Eric, man. Eric, count to four. That's One, not acceptable, Eric. Two, three. He said four. right when now. Did he didn't say this coming season. He said right now. When did right the NFL now, new right calendar now, year start, Eric? Did, right now. NFC West is four teams deep. Right now. Right now, they have four teams deep. NFC West is not four teams Any one deep. Of those down yet, though. Count to four. They have not played it down. Yet, down. You talking about moving forward. We talking about Apples and Orange. Eric. Hey, I'm playing chess. You playing checkers? Eric, I'm talking about right now. Eric, can you count to four? Do I need I to see like kindergarten? I, I Any four of those teams, Eric, can play in the AFC Eric. Conference Championship again. We have two different discussions. Y'all talking about Eric. moving into this year coming? Eric, I'm, a, I'm talking Eric, about. I'm going to kind of public schools. Was Russell it's Wilson in the AFC West last year? It's but called this is the new calendar year. And I'm gonna put you in okay, the- that's my point. I ain't listening to you, Brandon. Shut up. I listen to you. Um, <laughs> that's my point, Tristan. Eric, count you, to four. You made my point for me, Tristan. I'm through. Eric, count to four. You talking? You talking about? You better, you better the next year, next year, next year. I just said that. Eric. Nobody's listening to me. Okay, fine, Eric. Eric, let's count to four in Spanish. Uno, dos, <laughs> tres, cuatro. All four of those teams completely. It ain't it ain't counting. We talking about it's about comprehension no, 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 because because it's four teams. It's deep. That's why we it, ain't, it ain't about math. It's about it's about comprehension. You lucky you you, you lucky I can't count. You can be number two. 
You lucky. You lucky. I can't count any other language. Eric, you could be number two, Eric. Again, it could be one, number two. Two. Again. Three, four. Are it's we talking easy. about the end of this past season? Are we talking about moving forward into this season? Which one are you talking about? You You can't have it both ways. Simple math. It started in March. It started in March. We are in a new calendar year. Simple math. We are in a new calendar year. Simple comprehension. Hey, look. Look, look, so, look, so, so now, look, are you asking me who's going to be better this coming season? Handle 316 right. Are you asking me who's going to be better this season? And I'm going to put him in the feces program. Yeah. Okay. If you're asking me who's going to be better this season, arguably, the AFC West could Not be. arguably. No, it is arguable. Because nobody's played it down yet. Three of the top ten QBs are in the West. And, and they could break their legs. It's four. And teams all of them could break their legs and tear ACL. Four nah. teams deep. Nah, it's the West. Without and, question. You right now. If you want to crown their ass, then crown their ass. But I'm gonna tell you right now, they got you. Got to line up and run it. You got to line up and play. Thank you, Dennis Green. <laughs> you got to line up and play. So y'all, you got to so line up and play. <laughs> All those watching clearly ain't played it down yet. This ain't is, this, played this it down yet. Y'all counting the division. This is gonna be the preview of next week. We just talking about division. We ain't even going to the team yet. This is we just talking about division. Now I know the team thing gonna be that's gonna be a crazy time. So look, I still call I still call them the AFC best because they the best in the AFC. Okay, they are hands down the best division in the AFC. What? All right. Past tense. So, just like, just like, hey, 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 hey. Just like my dad says, um, baseball's America's pastime. It's past its time. Now, it made no sense whatsoever. I'm because it's past its time. Baseball is past its time. So, the NFC West is no longer the best. It's the AFC West who is the best. Who's the best from the West side? The AFC West. Thank you so very much. You, you act like you did a thing. You did. You, huh? you really act like you did a thing right there. I'm going to just let you talk. All right. Eric, can you count mm. to four? Can you understand basic comprehension? I know That's you got that big old forehead. Four. You ought to be able to, can like, you count to four? I'm just saying. Can you count to four? So, no, I, I, I can in Espanol, uno, dos, tres. So, again, again, so that I can reel this back in. Again, this is the preview for next week. Please tune in. Same time next week, 9 o'clock. We are going to talk about the AFC West, the Wild Wild West. You got Justin Herbert. Yes, sir. Russell Wilson, yes, Patrick sir. Mahomes, Derek Carr. You got these new, all the new additions from all these teams. Mm. Hello, Mac is in the West. Devontae mm. Adams is in the West. Mm. So it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna Hello be crazy. To see. So be sure to tune in, all sure. y'all Broncos fans. Chiefs fans, Raiders fans, Chargers fans, y'all mm. tune in because I'm definitely, I definitely got something to say about each and every single mm. one of those teams, good and bad. I definitely got something to say in regards to it. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm about to really do my research hard on this. Y'all one, tune in, y'all tune in next week nine o'clock. Um, we again, we appreciate all y'all mm. for being on here. We're seeing the numbers rising for people that are actually watching during the live. Yes, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate everybody that's um on the commentary. We definitely appreciate y'all. Please tell your friends, tell your family, come tune in. It is it is a great show. Um, proud of these guys, man. Um, we're definitely going to have St- our guy Steve back on here soon. 
So it's going. You're going to see four of us on here. We're going to have some guests um, on here uh, when the season starts up. We're going to have some guests on here, people that y'all know, people that y'all don't know, but they're very knowledgeable people. So trust me, this this show is 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 on the up and up, and um, and I'm excited for the the next stages. Um, be sure to follow us on all social medias. We're on all social medias. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share, do all those things. Um, also, catch us on all podcast streaming networks. So if you got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, just search Just a Fan Podcast. You can catch this episode tomorrow on the podcast. You can rewatch this episode tonight if you want to on YouTube. Also, if we if we also if you're a fan of a, um, a, a team of a division that we've already covered, go on our YouTube page and you'll get the uh, podcast when we discuss them and our predictions. And you can still comment because we'll come back around and we'll we'll re um, we'll uh, interact with you. Yeah, so, absolutely. So don't think you, that you missed it. Like if you comment, you, we'll sir. see it. We'll and we'll we'll bring it back around. But um, like I said, just you know, everybody just you know stay supporting supporting us. Tune into us. Um, if some of y'all got connects with people in sports network, let them know about our show. Yes, please. Them they can take a gander too. Tell them they can they can come on the show if they think they know something. We want all the smoke. It's fine. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? They can come on here and debate with us. It's, it's just make cool. sure you got your your ducks in order though, because you yeah, just make sure you got your, yeah, just make sure you got your stuff. Make sure you know your stuff because <laughs> we come with facts. Eric so, James. Uh, so yeah, tune in, tune in. Appreciate all you guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for the love. Um. Yeah, watch us next week. AFC Wild Wild West is is going to be is going to be something. So I'm Tristan TV, the man with the gift and the gab. That's Brandon, the human encyclopedia, and that's how you know Mr. Chaos himself, Pando. Eric what? Again, tune in, watch us next week, man. It's, it's going to be a heck of a show. But as far as tonight, we are through. So peace out. I quit school because I had recess. <laughs> Peace. Peace.